Hey, welcome back to episode three of What is Past is Prologue. I am the past, also known as Dad. And I am the prologue, also known as Paige. So on this show, normally what we're going to be doing is taking fairly nerdy things that we both enjoy and just kind of geeking out about them a little bit. Uh, But today we're going to talk about something a little different. If you listened to our last episode, you may recall that during our Mercy Thompson ranting, we mentioned a steakhouse that was less than stellar. Oh, yes. The steakhouse in Okemos, Michigan. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So so today's going to be about food then? Yes, we're going to talk about food. So if you eat, and, and if you're an android and don't need to eat, you can eat vicariously through this podcast. Yeah, and um, I'm not going to say that there won't be spoilers for anything in this podcast. Because there will be. We're going to talk about what's good. <laughs> but if we kind of get off track of food, you never know what will happen. So yeah. you've been warned. Yes, this is literally just about food. If you're not interested in hearing about food, this is when you leave this episode. So um, obviously I've had... A lot more experience with food than you have because I've had a little longer to enjoy it, and I'm. You mean you've eaten food for thirty more years than I have? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. So, um, how do we get started? What do you? Um, this was this show was your idea, so. I think we should start with the bests because everyone wants to hear the worst. They're like, "Oh, it can't possibly be the worst." Now I have to go eat it, so we have to save those for last, or you know, close to last. So let's do the bests first. All right. So are, are we categorizing? Uh, sure. We'll do. Let's start with say fast food, and then a hole in the wall hometown family diner type place. You know, something you'd see around where you live. Maybe a sit-down restaurant chain or a steakhouse, that type deal. I think and, a lot of these are going to overlap. Yeah, and that's okay. Um, I think that part of, especially when we get into the higher tiers of restaurants, since I'll be real with you guys, we don't go to a whole lot of fancy restaurants. We're not super fancy people. We go to our local places and like jeans and a t-shirt, and that's our idea of a night out. In some cases, we go to fancy restaurants and jean shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yes, that, that was a whole adventure. But uh, So when we get to the higher tiers, you may notice you'll be like, that doesn't seem all that fancy. And I'll be like, you're probably right, but it's fancy for us. Okay. Um, all right. So bests. Yes. We'll do, do, we, do we start at the high end? Oh, no, we definitely start at the low end. Because uh, everyone okay. knows low end. Uh, so we're going to talk fast food then. Yes, uh, fast food is the very obvious first tier, I think, because okay, it's the sure. lowest of the low, I guess. Um, what's your favorite fast food then? All right. Um, I actually had a bit of a time with this one, but in the end, I think it's Dairy Queen. Really? Yeah. Um, it was between Dairy Queen and just the quick, easy, simple of McDonald's because a one dollar drinks. And, okay, I'll buy the one dollar drink. And thing. B, I can get a whole meal for under three dollars at McDonald's. I, I am so beyond sick of McDonald's. In fairness, that's probably because our little town. That's kind of only. I mean, we do have a Subway and we do have a Hardee's, but um, McDonald's, McDonald's is the, really yeah. it, and it's yeah, I'm. I'm kind of over it. I'll, yeah, we're sitting here with McDonald's drinks, though, so yeah, I'll, say, I'll give it the dollar drink. I was going to say, literally, we're sitting here like McDonald's drinks next to us, and they are no longer full. <laughs> um, but no, Dairy Queen, um, their sandwiches are deceptively good. Like, you think it's like, yeah, this is kind of standard fare, but they're fun because they're square. So you're like, oh, that's interesting. And then you take a bite out of it, and you're like, all right. 
you know, the very first fast food restaurant was White Castle, and their burger patties are also square. Oh, nice. I've actually never eaten at a White Castle. I've seen a bunch of them, but I've never uh, eaten at one. I have not taken you to White Castle. No one has taken me to White Castle. There's not a White Castle oh, close enough to here. we need to fix that. Yeah. I, I've never had Jack in the Box either. I've heard that those I, are another... I'm nonplussed by Jack in the Box, but everybody needs a bag of sliders in their life. Yeah. But no, I like Dairy Queen, and obviously they've got good ice cream. Um, I hear Buster Bars are good. Fun fact about me, I don't like chocolate, so I don't eat them. But no, you don't like non-white chocolate. Uh, You'll eat white chocolate. I have before. It's still not my favorite. It's better than regular chocolate. I'll admit that. But I, if I don't have to eat it, I won't. So, uh, running joke of the family that uh, Paige is actually fathered by our old mailman. We won't we won't okay. name him, <laughs> but um, he's actually in on the joke too. He'll come up uh, if he sees us at a restaurant and come up behind us. How's my daughter doing? So uh, anyway, because uh, I, I didn't think I could sire a child that did not like chocolate. And that's even with a mother that is allergic to chocolate but eats it anyway. Uh, that's probably where you got it from. But she likes it though. Like she yeah. willingly hurts herself with chocolate. She'll sit there in her chair and sneeze while she's eating. Chocolate. And then I'm over here like, why? <laughs> Get away. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, Dairy Queen. That one's my favorite. All so right. I like Dairy you? Queen burgers. Um, I would say, especially uh, the one that I visit the most and enjoy is probably Freddy's. That was also it. Close. It was in my top three. So uh, Freddy's is very Steak and Shake esque, and it's uh, their fries are actually some of the best fries I've ever had. Yeah. Um, they do serve custard instead of ice cream. So a lot of times I would rather go someplace else for dessert. I'll eat custard. It's just not, I don't like it as well as ice cream. I like it a whole lot better than somewhere like Crackles who does custard. I think they do better custard than like Crackles does. Um, but I will say that, um, my least favorite custard is probably Culver's. Oh God. Yeah. Let's not, Culver's is mediocre. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so Freddy's, um, they have, um, very, like I said, steak and shake esque burgers and, um, uh, even rich, um, your uncle rich, he likes their Chicago hot dogs. So. Oh, all right. Well, good for him. Yep. That's, uh, I'd say that's my, my favorite fast food. Okay. Um, well, I guess we'll move up to more hole in the wall place, like, Maybe just specific to this town, family diner type place. You can go first on this one. Uh, just for this town? Don't we only have one? <laughs> no, I mean, the, well, you're, you're hilarious, yes. But I mean, just in general, like, maybe this is more specific to this town or like these two towns, just. Uh, oh, I'll tell you what my favorite hole in the wall place is. It's also a bar and it's Wits End over in, um, over in Decatur. That is a respectable choice. <laughs> so it's uh yeah they've got they've got great food they give you huge portions and it's really reasonably priced um and you know your drinks don't run out i mean it's it's pretty good yeah uh, you can tell it's a family-owned place yeah, like they can. they keep it well run they have a they have a second one in another town around here too but i think it's not really a chain chain no, you know no, it's, it's not. just that would be mine probably okay um i also love wits um the one I'm going to pick is actually a place you've never eaten, but I have talked about it a lot. Um, there is a little diner type place called Times Passed In, and it is a mom and pop 
this is your breakfast, lunch, dinner type place. It is just good food all around. It tastes enough like home cooking that you're like, yeah, this is different than if I went to like a place with bar food or a place that just serves sandwiches. But it's also, I don't know, it feels common enough that it's not anything super outlandish. But it's all good. And now what towns is this in? This is in uh, Bloomington. Okay. Um, yes. Yep. That's. Uh, also, we should mention we are from the U.S., so pretty much everything we're talking about is a U.S. Yes. Place. So yeah. sorry, international listeners, this may not be the best list yeah, for you. And unfortunately, in the state of Illinois, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, you know, but that's that's another podcast episode. Yeah, that would be a long one. Uh, uh, special nod also though. There's a place in Kentucky called Red State Barbecue, best barbecue I've ever had. There are six parking spots, and it looks like you dragged it out of a novel and all that. So it's amazing. You should try it. Well, I don't get to Kentucky a lot. Honestly, I don't get to Bloomington a whole lot, and usually when I do, I'm headed there for barbecue. Yeah, so, I mean, hey. So, all right, so I would say... um, that covers that what's next all right um let's do like sit down restaurant chain think not quite as cheap as fast food but kind of places you see everywhere okay um i for me this one is fairly obvious to anyone who knows me i'm a huge italian fan so i will eat olive garden any day of the week olive garden is amazing i have never had anything i disliked from olive garden which is kind of astounding because i'm a very picky eater (laughs) And when we go, usually I'll just get the endless soup salad and breadsticks because I can completely fill up on it and it's cheap. And the chicken gnocchi soup, right? Yeah, the chicken gnocchi soup is the best thing there, which is saying something because they have a lot. Again, honorable mention to places like Chili's. I love Chili's, but Olive Garden is just kind of a step above. Also, everyone there is always so nice. I don't I don't think maybe, except maybe once, I've had a bad waiter at Olive so Garden. So before it shut down for the Big Rona, um, I had to pick you up from school. And on the way back, uh, we ate at Olive Garden and we had our first God-tier service yeah. of the year. She was awesome. And for, uh, for us, God-tier service is someone who super polite keeps checking in on us, makes sure we have everything we want or need. This one left us the cheese grater, yeah. and we used the entire block. <laughs> and she went and filled it before she left. Yeah, exactly. Us. She's like, here, I'll get you a new like, block Can I have the cheeser? She's like, sure, I'll just go fill it up. And yeah. she left us a whole block of Parmesan, and we used every bit of it. And so we gave her a tip that was the same as our bill, right. and we made her cry. <laughs> that, yeah, that was unexpected, but... Um, uh, you know, when, when servers are really that good to you and take care of everything you want, I think it's, uh, you know, so what was our bill? 30 bucks. Yeah. And, if that, and then we tipped her the same as our bill. Yeah. So be nice to your waiters and waitresses, please. Yeah. They handle your food. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> okay. So while I respect Olive Garden and certainly agree that they usually have pretty good food. Um, I, my mid-tier choice would actually be Cracker Barrel. That's not what I expected you to say, but I'm also not as surprised as I thought I'd be. So, I know it's old guy food, but I'm an old guy. So, you know. it, it, but the thing is, the quality is consistent no matter where you go. So, if we're traveling, you know, if we're headed to Indianapolis or, or something like that, Cracker Barrel's a safe choice. Yeah, because you know what it's going to be when you stop. Yeah. And... 
I, I suppose that's comfort food then. Yeah. Oh, no. And everything at Cracker Barrel is comfort food also. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Right. Their chicken and dumplings are, yes. Speaking of uh, the different meals of the day, you're not a fan of breakfast. I do not. Uh, you can take me to pretty much any restaurant in the world unless they have great French toast. I will not eat their breakfast. Well, that's a, that's a shame because there's a lot of good breakfast yeah. to be had. But at Cracker Barrel, I will eat their French toast because they do cinnamon apple French toast, and it is amazing. All right, so mid-tier. All right, yeah. I think that covers, or at least this level of mid-tier. So while we're kind of on the topic of slightly more mid-tier getting into high-tier, let's specifically talk steakhouses since we mentioned steak last time. Okay. Okay. Um, for me... And this may seem odd to people who know me because I do actually eat here quite a bit. My least favorite steakhouse is Texas Roadhouse. Really? Yes. And that it, I, I'm including Outback Steakhouse in that. It was between those two. But my biggest issue with Texas Roadhouse, their meat is never even close to tender enough. You have to cut through that thing so much to get decent, like, small-ish size pieces that you don't just have to spend like 20 minutes chewing because I'll be real with you. Um, I have always had problems with meat and stuff. But aren't we off topic? Are we? Aren't we doing bests? Wait, did I do worst? <laughs> God damn it. I literally, I looked at the worst while we were doing best. Why did I? Okay. I've, the worst is Texas. I will, I can talk about the worst later, I guess. I'll bring it back up, but. Wow. All right. Um, I'm doing great at this whole podcast thing. I'm a professional. It's fine. So everyone can forget I said Texas Roadhouse until later in the video. But um, okay. So the best steakhouse is easily Fogo de Chao, the Brazilian steakhouse. And Ooh. yeah, right. I bet you put that for fancy restaurant, didn't you? I actually did for if if we talk of, of like the fanciest place that we've ever been. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, it is so. I'm sure this will be brought up again by my dad here. But Fogo de Chao is a Brazilian steakhouse, and it is a meat parade. It is just all good, and they will bring you as much as you want for as long as you want. Yes, um, I definitely can get behind your choice here. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, and I almost, almost picked Longhorn just because it's the best chain steakhouse by far. Okay. Much better than Texas Roadhouse, which I definitely did not mention five seconds ago. It's fine. <laughs> but no, Longhorn's good too. But Fogo is on a whole other level. It's really expensive. It's at least $50 to walk in the door. But you will have a good time you'll if you like You'll know where your money went. Yeah. Like you'll be like, yeah, that was worth $50. So, um, yeah. I, favorite steakhouse uh, I I would say it is Fogo, but I am going to go more with the chain and say Longhorn. Yeah. I had actually the best steak I've ever had at a Longhorn Steakhouse. And that's really fair. Um, they always cook it right for the most part. I've only had maybe one steak at Longhorn that was not cooked correctly. It was um, a couple years ago. I had to go to a week-long um, certified occupational safety specialist training for a week around it was down by st louis and on our way back home uh, we stopped and had a little celebratory meal for 
having successfully passed our course and it was a longhorn steakhouse and oh my gosh it was the best they also have the best appetizers yeah asiago stuffed mushrooms and yeah um, and when i ordered the steak i ordered it medium rare it came out medium rare oh yeah so we should tell people this pro steak tip no matter where you are even if it's a steakhouse order it one level higher than the level you want it to be unless you're one of those people who orders it rare anyway in which case good luck but if you want your steak medium order it medium rare and you'll be more likely to get what you want if they're not if steak isn't like their forte so i one exception to that um family used to go out to estes park colorado for vacations and i found out really quickly that when you're in colorado and you order steak you better order it like you really want it i walked into a place and i literally said i want a steak as rare as it is legal for you to serve it to me and i think they ripped off the horns wiped its rear end and herded it out to the table holy cow literally yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i so i would say uh, as as far as chain steakhouses go um, you know, uh, I'm not the, not the fancy tier. Longhorn's my pick. Longhorn's uh, obviously if I've place. got endless money, I'm going to go to Fogo. But. Oh, of course. Anyone who has endless money should go to Fogo. And you, as long as you're not a vet. Although, you know what? They're, Fogo's salad bar is no slacker. No doubt. I but, mean, if you're a vegetarian that doesn't want to look at slabs of meat on sticks, maybe don't go. But you'll, you might even get your money's worth out of the salad bar the, if you're a vegetarian. The, the salad bar is huge. And I, I don't hardly ever partake even though it looks delicious because you know meat parade yeah so i get so much cheese there i'll just get like a bunch of their little slices of cheese and they'll be like isn't there meat coming and i'm like yeah maybe but cheese (laughs) all right so yeah uh best steakhouse fogo or longhorn um but as far as actual fancy restaurants go we've mentioned fogo my personal favorite is another place that dad has not eaten. It is in Chicago, Illinois. It is a little hole in the wall. You have to kind of go through a bar to get to it, but it is very fancy. It's called Topo Gigio, and it is an Italian place. There's something else. Like, there's a. We, I went there with my roommate from college and her family, and they're like, you've got to try this place if you like Italian. And I'm like, all right, we can do this. We went to Second City and everything, it was great. And then we went to this little hole in the wall place. And I'm like, all right, this could be fun. Everyone there was dressed a little fancier than I was. <laughs> because, you know, like I said before, not fancy. But they were super polite. And the meal that came out was almost perfect Italian food. Like, I've had a lot of Italian food in my time. Not just at Olive Garden. I've had homemade. I've had food market for in like a mall i've had enough olive garden to last me a lifetime i've even had fancier italian and this just blew them all out of the water it was fantastic would go again 10 out of 10 recommend it oh <laughs> uh, let's see uh so for fancy restaurants um and since i already did steak i won't talk well no i, w- I would say one of my favorite fancier restaurants is shula's Oh, yeah, okay. Which is also a steakhouse. Um, yes, it is also a steakhouse. Um, and um, so we used to go to uh, Gen Con over in Indianapolis. So, yeah. so it's a four-day gaming festival. 
24 hours a day. Any, I mean, if you want to play competition shoots and ladders, it's there. They've got every game you can possibly think of. And uh, so when we would go, normally the first night that we were there, we would go someplace fancy to eat, and then we would kind of eat like at Noodles or Steak and Shake after that. Um, and the one of the years that you went with me, was it the first year you went with me? Second. second it was year. the second year. We'll talk about the first year later. So the second year that you went with me, we went to Shula's and I walked in and there were people, you know, in suit and tie. And we walk in in freaking shorts and t-shirts. Yeah, it was con gear yeah. combined with fancy business party. And the first thing they asked us was, do you have a reservation? Yeah, and we were like, we uh, did not. no. And I said, no, we don't have a reservation. And I was kind of looking around like, I don't even know if we're dressed. And they're like, no, go ahead. Come on. We got a table. They took us over, sat us down, wheeled a cart out with uh, some great cuts of meat. And then, uh, you know, you were younger. And so I'm like, so can her steak get cut up into like bite-sized pieces? And they were all accommodating with that. And so, and the steak was very, very good. And also, or I figured out I like top sirloin better than bottom sirloin because it was so good. I, you know what? When we're at Fogo, that's not the case for me. I'll dig the bottom sirloin. More. That's really fair. So, um, but anyway, yeah, probably probably Shula's is one of my favorite fancier places. That's really cool. I honestly thought you'd say some one of your sushi places you go to, but you know, but I okay. So like Cofusion isn't. It, I mean, it's expensive. I don't know if I'd call it fancy. That's fair. Um, yeah, sushi, I don't usually equate the sushi around Illinois with super fancy. Um, I would, not that I wouldn't love to go to a really nice sushi place, but yeah, I'm, it's mid-tier. I'm probably not even mid-tier. <laughs> I, you know, I, that's, that's probably pretty accurate. I mean, we're in the middle of a cornfield. Yeah. So. All right. So now that we've eaten at our fancy restaurant, let's talk dessert. Where is your favorite place to get dessert? And it can be a restaurant you've mentioned already if you think they have great dessert. But okay. just in general, dessert place, go. There was uh, the tempura cheesecake that I had when we went over to, um, what's the sushi place that's over in Toontown now? O Osaka? Yeah, Osaka. Or yeah. was it the... No, Osaka was the one next to the theater. What's the one out by... Oh, um... Fujiyama? Fujiyama. Okay. Okay. So we, yeah, that was, that kind of curled my toes. But uh, that was kind of a one off thing, too. Uh, Maggie and I had it again, and it just didn't hit me as good. Um, yeah. The youngest daughter and I are the only sushi eaters in the house. The other, my eldest here and my wife won't touch the stuff hardly. I'm not a huge seafood fan, so but, even more uncooked seafood is really not my thing. So one of the best ice creams that I ever, ever, ever had was from Oberweiss in Chicago. Um, since then, I have gone to Cold Stone Creamery. That is what I put down as well. Cold Stone Creamery <laughs> kicks some serious butt. It's yeah. like the perfect mix between hard and soft serve ice cream. Yeah, it's uh, it's awfully good. And... Um, Oberweiss uses uh, all organic, you know, uh, no steroids and stuff for their cows and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, you buy a half gallon of milk and a glass bottle there and it's like eight bucks or something. But when they make it into ice cream, it's pretty good. Yeah, And you can take Cold Stone home with you if you want a full pint of Cold Stone just for yourself or more than that. <laughs> they will put it in a thing for you and they'll be like, go put this in your fridge. And you'll be like, it's going to be eaten before I get home, but it's okay. <laughs> 
But no, Cold Stone Creamery, you yeah. should definitely... I don't know if it's a huge chain beyond the Midwest, and, but... And here's the thing. It's not Baskin-Robbins. No. So you're not going to get your 150 flavors or however many Baskin-Robbins There's had. a good 20, 25. Okay, yeah, but they're... Their their big seller to me anyway is vanilla, and I think that vanilla is a really underrated ice cream. Yeah, can we talk about how vanilla is equated with boringness, and vanilla is one of the best flavors out there? It it's is ridiculous. It, it, very subtle, and it's very good. Also, it smells amazing. Um, it smells so good. Vanilla scented things are my favorite. If I want chocolate ice cream, I will have vanilla ice cream with chocolate syrup on it. Yes, that is completely and utterly accurate. If I liked chocolate things, I would absolutely eat chocolate syrup on something vanilla before I would just eat straight chocolate. Yeah. So, so we had the same one, huh? Yes. I also want to, again, honorable mention Olive Garden. Their cheesecake is really good. That's true. I would say some of the... Okay, um, Famous Dave's, the barbecue that I go to Bloomington for once in a while. Oh, yeah, that. Okay. So they used to, I don't know if they still do, they used to do a seasonal key lime pie. That was really amazing. That's I don't awesome. know if they still do it anymore, though. I should check next time I'm up in Bloomington because I've only gone to Famous Dave's a couple times up there. But, yeah, no, that sounds worthwhile, or it would if I still ate key lime pie. Yeah, I'm so sorry you got sick one night. I know, it was so sad. I, one of the few pies I like, and now I can't eat it anymore because uh, just looking at it kind of disgusts maybe me. Maybe time will heal your wound. I hope so because I enjoy it. <laughs> it's not like it's a bad pie. All right. Um, so that's ice cream dessert. Yep. And Is I guess all of it. That, I mean, let's just end it off with our favorite place. Well, you know what? Before we do that, of everywhere you've ever eaten, what is the best bang for your buck? Where do you get your money's worth pretty much always? You know what? I mean, you could, it'd be easy to say a buffet. Yes. But I, <laughs> I think I'm going back to wit's end. All right. I understand. The, you get a lot of food. It's really good, and it's not that expensive. Yeah. That, that is completely and utterly understandable. I agree with you 100%. I don't even eat it with that often, but I've it's always good. Um, somewhere I go all the time that is pretty much always consistently good is Steak and Shake. You can get, if you're just there with one other person, you can get a solid meal for both of you for under 12 bucks, under 15 bucks, if you get like a shake too or something. It's... It, I would eat steak and shake over any other fast food just price wise. As much, I think Dairy Queen is technically the better fast food joint. I think steak and shake gives you the best bang for your buck. Really? Yes. I've always thought steak and shake was a little expensive. It is if you get certain things, but there are enough cheaper items that you can get with shakes that are still just so, so good. And especially the things I get. Like my personal favorite is their garlic steak burger. If you get a garlic it's steak burger. Good. With fries and a shake and a drink, that is a good bang for your buck. Can attest, have done it a lot. Uh, so, yeah, I I will say that their selection of burgers is is good. But again, by the time I'm getting the burger I want, I, I just feel like that I'm you know I'm into fifteen bucks. And by the time I have a, a shake and I get my burger and an extra order of fries with cheddar and you know it's. It's just, although I eat a little more than you do. Yeah, that, and that's true. <laughs> I, I guess it also depends on how much you 
typically spend on a meal. Like, for me, I don't usually eat a lot. Like, if I go to McDonald's, I get a burger and a drink. I don't even get fries. So my order is a little different from most people's. I can eat at Wits for less than I can eat at McDonald's for. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, just overall. way better food. Yeah. No, that's understandable. All right. So uh, favorite place ever, then. Just anywhere you've ever eaten that you think is just so worth it. Wouldn't give it up for anything. Okay. So this is probably where I say Fogo. Okay. Uh, it's, It's just too... And again, you're right. It is 50 bucks to walk in the door, but you're getting $50 worth of good. It's, like you said, it's the meat parade. And so for any of you out there that have never been to a Brazilian steakhouse, this is what happens. After you're seated, you know, they bring a few things out to the table, you know, spiced mashed potatoes and a couple other things. And then you have a coaster with a green side and a red side. And as long as your coaster is showing the green side, every single one of the chefs that walks by with whatever cut of meat they happen to be wrangling that night will stop and ask you, you know, how you like your, you know, do you like it rare? Do you like it medium or whatever? And then he'll find a spot and he'll cut and then use tongs and guide it to your plate. Every one of them will stop by. And if you're like, oh, you know what? I'm not so much into the, uh, you know, pork chop tonight. They'll ask you, so what are you waiting for? I'm waiting for bottom sirloin. And then 30 seconds later, bottom sirloin guy rolls around. I completely understand where you're coming from there. I love Fogo a lot. And I've actually eaten there more than I ever thought I would already at this Mm. age. I just kind of look at it and go, that's so expensive, but it's so good. Um, As may have been noticed by the fact that I've already mentioned it a few times, my favorite is Olive Garden. I don't think I could ever give up Olive Garden. If you asked me to give up every other restaurant I'd ever been to, I would keep Olive Garden. I don't dislike a single thing there. It's just all good. I don't think I could. I don't think I'd be willing to give that up even for Fogo. Well, we could certainly eat at Olive Garden twice or so before we pay for Fogo. And that's true. But I, again, I'm just also such an Italian bitch. I just need, I just need all the Italian food in my stomach all the time. All right. Um, does that cover all of our best topics i think so um if any of you guys think there's anything else we should have covered let us know but i think we'll get to some other stuff that you might be interested in a little later okay so we get into the juicy worst yes uh we should definitely get into the juicy worst because i have opinions all right yes all right my i'm gonna start off uh hard and fast with the fast food and my least favorite fast food is arby's i think arby's is way too overrated no way they've I, got the meats they do and that's a great slogan to make fun of but that like yes they have the meats but that's it and their meats aren't that good i like their roast beef i think that their roast beef classic is fine you could i would eat at even more expensive Fast. I would eat at Culver's before I would eat at Arby's. No, you yes, would not. Yes, I would. Take that back. Their melts at Culver's are worth more than eating at Arby's. I think Arby's is way too expensive mm. for not good enough Culver's food. tastes like shoe leather. That, that's why I only eat the melts in their soups. <laughs> Even, like, I'll get their ice cream and just be sad, but, you know, um, I would... Yeah. Beans. No, Arby's is mediocre at best and not great at worst so so I'm, I'm i'm inclined to agree with you about their like their fries and all that kind of stuff but their beef and cheddar sandwiches on those onion buns i think are 
Yeah. I would say the roast beef classic is good, and I like it with cheese. Oh, and, and not that you would care about this, but uh, they have a chocolate chunk cookie with salt. And it's, it sounds disgusting with the salt part of it, but it's they serve it warm, and oh my gosh. Some people put salt in baked goods, and I've heard it makes it better, but... Um... Yeah, no, again, that doesn't interest me. And there's not enough other good things on their menu that aren't like the one sandwich that I enjoy. It's like, it's not worth it, especially for the price. All right. So, oh, worst fast food. Okay. I think this is an easy choice, unless I'm just missing something. Um, Carl's Jr. Hardee's. And um, that's... That was pretty high up there for me, too. Uh, Hardee's is just not that great. So we actually have a Hardee's in our town. And the only thing that I can even stomach from that place is the hot ham and cheese. Yeah. Uh-huh. And their drinks are expensive. They're uh, usually, Anytime I've gone anywhere, it seems like they're dirty. They're like, I don't mean like, you know, filth, but like grease on the floor and, you know, that kind of thing. I just, I don't it think It feels well like kept. a bunch of kids have run around in and wiped their greasy fingers everywhere. Yeah. That's the vibe you get from Hardee's Carl's Jr. And, um, you know, they, they tried to make a big push for these uh, ultra premium sandwiches not so long ago, and which is fine. And they were good, but then you were spending seven bucks for a freaking hamburger. Yeah, it was also... One only one real major point in favor of Hardee's. Their commercials are hilarious. Yes, the, they uh, are so funny. They are so over over the top. It's like you got to be making this so bad on purpose. <laughs> so that would probably be my, unless I'm just missing something. That's probably my least favorite chain fast yeah. food. No, I completely understand that entirely, hundred percent. Sorry, Arby's. I just like you less. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, my sister's going to kill me for that, by the way. She freaking loves Arby's. She's like, why don't we eat at Arby's? And I'm like, because I think Arby's sucks. <laughs> All right. So um, as far as let's go up a tier to more hole-in-the-wall family diner type places, um, this one was a little harder because obviously, you know, living in, you know, pretty much the same place our whole lives, we eat more chains than anything else, and our selection of hole-in-the-wall places is a little lower. But um there is a place called Four Star Family Diner or Four Star Family Restaurant. Are you and, talking the one over in Mount Zion? Yeah, the one in Mount Zion. Um, that's mine too. Their food is not <laughs> good. It's just so. It's. I don't even know if it's just that it's bland. I don't know if it's just that Have there's you? no standouts. I don't know if it's the way they're trying to be a retro diner and just really not succeeding. It's just not a great place to eat, and if it makes me sad. Ever walked into someone's house? and seen a, an arrangement in the middle of the table that has like the plastic apples and plastic pineapple and everything, but it's supposed to look like a, a I think they actually take those and serve them to you. Yeah, it is just, <laughs> and one of my friends really, really likes that place. Like he and his friends eat there all the time. And I'm like, why, why any other family diner come to Sullivan, Illinois and eat there? Because ours is better. <laughs> it's just... Oh my gosh, I can't deal with how ridiculously mediocre and bland Four Star Family Diner is. Anyone who lives near there, I apologize for berating your family diner, but it's not good. Uh, it's uh, Yeah, you're right, it's not. But that's, I mean, it. I would say that probably everyone everywhere has a hole in the wall that is not so great. Yeah, that, and we obviously, coming from a smaller place, I completely understand that, but you just... 
I want to, I want the Mount Zion people to know that four star is not good. I, here's the thing that they've been in business. How long? I know. And I don't understand. I think it's all the old car people. It's, I think they just can't let go be, uh, because their food's not great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm glad we agree on the horribleness of that. So okay. let's do worse sit down like mid tier restaurant. And this was actually really hard because I do mm. like this place. I can't even say I don't like it. It's just because of how mediocre I think it is in comparison to the rest. It's Applebee's. Uh, there are things I like quite a bit at Applebee's. They even make an okay steak, but it, that's just it. It's okay. Um, their mozzarella sticks are pretty good, but again, overall, that's compared to the rest of their mediocre menu. Like, I don't know. It's just, they're not great. They're not awful. I will eat it. I ate at Applebee's not that long ago, but if you gave me the choice between Applebee's and like a TGI Fridays or a Chili's or I don't know, I guess an Olive Garden, like I would never, ever pick an Applebee's. I'm sorry. I would even eat Red Robin over Applebee's and that's another kind of mediocre oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Red Robin jokes. Uh, All right. But yeah, no, Applebee's I think um, is technically the worst. Okay. So I will say mine, if it's a chain and I think it is, it, I think it's just a limited chain. I would say it's probably Cheddar's. Okay. I've actually never eaten at Cheddar's, so I can't speak for Cheddar's, even though there's one not that far from us. And the only reason Cheddar's gets the bottom slot over or under Applebee's is because I've had actually a couple of decent steaks at Applebee's. Yeah, and that's fair. So, uh, but Cheddar's just isn't all that great. Yeah. Applebee's is like, and maybe even Cheddar's, they're like worse versions of Chili's. Okay. Chili's. That's probably fair. Yeah. Um, but the even their soups, I'm like, mm, It's like, and how do you mess up you, soup? Yeah, how do you soup mess up soup? Soup is literally so, like, if you could have one good thing on your menu, And this is coming good. from someone who eats instant ramen. Yes. And their soup is Also, good. our instant ramen is great, and anyone who disagrees needs to leave our house. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's our um, worst place for mid-tier. Uh, yes, let's go with that. And now let's go back to the... Uh, category I definitely didn't mention earlier in the video as we're steakhouse. It is Texas Steakhouse and their tough steak. Uh, I and I like Texas. There's, It's not that it's bad steak. It's just so hard for me to get through a whole meal. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. I don't even know if these chains are still around anywhere. I know they're not around here anymore, but they used to be. There were two of them, and I will rate them equally poorly. Okay. One of them was Bonanza. And one of them was Ponderosa. I've heard of Ponderosa. If you'd asked me what Bonanza was, I would have just said so, big party. I don't so know. here's the thing. You walk in the door and you pay your 10 bucks or whatever it is. And you get a salad bar, which is usually fine, but not great. And then they bring you out a um, piece of uh, something that resembles meat. And it doesn't matter even what cut you order. It's uh, it's not great. All right. So, but if that they're not around anymore, not I, I don't know. I, I'm still going to stick with them because. Yeah. No, I mean, you've eaten them. They yeah. count. Yeah. Sorry, Texas. I do love you. You have good food. I just, it takes me 20 minutes longer to get through a meal see, than and I anywhere else. The other, see, I think Texas has decent, I think Texas has better steaks than Outback. But I think Outback has better sides. So Outback does have better sides. Outback has way better sides. Anyone who disagrees with me on that can fight me. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I think 
outback in Texas are about equal in quality of like if I ask for a certain rarity of steak, I'm about as likely to get the same rarity from outback as I am from Texas. Now, to be fair, I haven't eaten outback as much as I've eaten Texas, and it's been a long time since I've eaten it in outback. It's been at least two years. But um Rich and I hit outback once in a while. Yeah. But um I find I enjoy the eating experience at Outback more. So that's why I have to pick Texas. It's my uh, lower pick. All right. So now, uh, what was the categories before? Fancy? Yeah. Most fancy or, yeah, place? Or, you know, just higher, even if it's fancy for I've us. got a good one for this. Oh, okay. I, I bet yours is better than mine because mine's not actually well, super you go fancy. Ahead. That's... Um, so none of the super fancy restaurants I've eaten have actually been at all bad, so I didn't feel right picking them for this. Um, so I went with a slightly more high tier, more sit down, slightly mid tier place. Um, since I'm not a seafood fan, I went with Red Lobster. Really? I love Red Lobster. They're, I can't how even. You, how can you put them on the bottom with those biscuits? See, I, I like their biscuits fine. The only reason I still go there is for their clam chowder and their Cajun chicken pasta. Mm-hmm. I just don't like seafood enough to warrant eating at Red Lobster often. Okay. It's just. Speaking Fine. of clam chowder, who makes the very best clam chowder ever? You do. That's right. But you know what? If you have to do a restaurant representation, the closest thing you can get to my dad's clam chowder is Golden Corral. And it is good. I have never had a better clam chowder that was not made by my father than I have at Golden Corral. Please eat it there. So, uh, for the record, I got that recipe from a guy, a nickname, whose nickname was Wolfie when I worked at... Uh, uh, PPG making glass. Um, he brought it to a Thanksgiving potluck, and the, the condition of him giving me the recipe was that if we ever showed up at the same potluck, that I couldn't bring it because he was he was going to because it's so easy to make. It's really the easy. You can make it in any kind of crock pot, yeah. and it's so easy. I can make it, and I shouldn't be in a kitchen. All right, so um, my f- worst fancy restaurant was dig this Antoine's in New Orleans really a five-star restaurant and you thought it was not great so nice. no now you have to understand it's relative there were yeah. there is no bad food in New Orleans because if it's bad food it's it's not going to be around long there's just too many good places to eat and that's really fair I've never been to New Orleans and I know that so your mom and I went there on our honeymoon and uh, we walked around and one of the activities that we wanted to do was because how often do you get a chance to go to a five-star restaurant so we went to Antoine's and I was in a nice two-piece suit your mom was in a very nice dress and we were not dressed as well as the wait staff there okay so uh, you like you said it before we're pretty simple people very simple. and um, you know I'm, I'm not for putting on the airs anyway But um, I had more tools to eat with than I knew what to do with. And then if I I literally put my arm on the table and I probably moved one of my forks less than an inch out of line with the rest. And a waiter came over and straightened it up. I am not comfortable with that level of scrutiny on my dining. (laughs) And it was super expensive. The food was good. I'm not going to say it wasn't. That's good. The food was good, but for what we paid and the, you know, the, it was an experience. I'm glad I did it. 
would I ever go back? No. I will say that is one of the things that scares me most about eating at Fogo is that they will not let me pour my own drinks. <laughs> they, I always, I get Coke pretty much everywhere I go. I am a Coca-Cola not person. Not Pepsi. I will drink Pepsi if there's no Coke. I think Pepsi is fine. I think Coke is by far the superior drink. Yes. Sorry, Pepsi fans. And why? Because it burns you. Yeah, no. It, Coke it will hurt back. me on the way down. And Pepsi goes slack quicker. But um, so they will bring a bottle to my table. And I'll be like, hey, thanks. And then they won't let me take the bottle. They will literally crack open the bottle themselves at the table and they will pour the drink for me. And I'm like, thank you. I am capable of at least that. I know my spatial awareness is awful, but. It's, yeah, but you know, that's their jobs. No, I understand. And so, and I, I wasn't, I wasn't critical of the way, it, it just made me feel uncomfortable yeah, when I was yeah. dining there. And, you know, uh, giving somebody a $10 handshake to go get you a cab. That kind of thing. Uh, I'm. I don't think if I was a multimillionaire that I would make a habit out of eating at places like that. Yeah, no, I would. St they'd be like, "Aren't you like a billionaire eating at an Olive Garden?" And yeah. I'd be like, "Yes, I am." And I came for the soup, salad, and breadsticks. And, yeah, that's right. So that's. Uh, so again, uh, not a bad. You know, do you know what the best place that we ate in New Orleans was? What was that? So we were uh, we were supposed to eat at Hard Rock that night. And your mom and I were walking around just seeing the sights. Uh, we'd gone to Cafe Du Monde to uh, have the beignets and stuff like that. And we didn't really want something heavy before our big supper that night. But we were both hungry. And I'm like, well, there's this little, literally a hole in the wall. I mean, it was a door. and um, But it was a restaurant. So we walked in there. And they had signs on the wall. And one of the signs said, plate o food was like five dollars <laughs> drink dollar and i'm like and, but when i look around it's nothing but locals and i'm like oh pay dirt hell so, yeah <clears throat> if the locals go there you know that that's the place to go so um the waitress is like are you are you eating or just drinking and i said uh eating and so she goes and she brings plates Oh, food. And their plates of food. And yeah, stacked high with all, all different kinds of seafood, obviously. But it was, um, and we were like, uh, did we didn't, this must be somebody else's because we didn't order. So I thought you said you were eating. This is literally what they had to eat. That's it. You no, know, if you were eating, this is what you ate. Yeah. All right. Great. And so, uh, chatted with the waitress a bit and she's, like, so how does this happen? And she told us that the way it worked was there's this huge seafood market in town. And it's open every day except during Mardi Gras. And th so they set up and tear down in this huge parking lot every day. And we went there. Excuse me. And what happened is everything that doesn't sell fresh that day, the owner of this place will go and buy them up. A bunch of that stuff. That's what's on the menu next day. That's a good deal right there That's is a, what that is. Yeah. And so he can sell it cheap because he gets a he gets a good deal on it and then and and it's always good. So I really wanted to go back there again, but we had too many other places to eat. No, it's it's totally reasonable. I understand that. So anyway, that was my New Orleans story. All right, yay New Orleans. Uh kinda glad I didn't go there for school just a little bit because that's too much seafood for me. I want to go to New Orleans so bad, but if I'd gone there for school I would have been a bit more seafood. Yeah you know, everywhere than I was comfortable with. 
Um, all right, so we talked about how good Coldstone was, but my least favorite place to get dessert by a significant margin, even though I still eat their dessert, is McDonald's. Their ice cream melts within three seconds of being in the sun. If you get a hot fudge sundae, it doesn't need the sun. Their (laughs) apple pies are a disgrace to apple pies everywhere, and I'm pretty sure there's another pie that I would forgot existed until I looked it up two days ago. Do you... So I'm going to agree with absolutely everything you said, and I think Culver's is worse. (laughs) Really? All right. You know what? That's, That's also kind of understandable, because I will still eat Culver's, but... It's just, it's like, you can't mess up vanilla, but Culver's comes pretty close. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm on board with everything you said about McDonald's, and I like Culver's less. (laughs) And that's real. And like I said, I still eat McDonald's ice cream, because it's, it more or less, it used to be 52 cents. But it's just, unless you eat it immediately, you are going to have soup by the time you go anywhere. You have, and half the time their ice cream machine is broken, so you can't get dessert anyway, unless yeah. you want an apple pie that's not an apple pie. But. Yep, that's fair. Sorry, McDonald's. I know I eat at you all the time, and we literally go through so often, people don't even need to ask what I want, but your dessert is awful. <laughs> all right. So, worst bang for your buck? Almost any place that I eat sushi. Um, because I eat a lot and sushi is expensive. So I'm going to say that, uh, most, so like a co-fusion over in Champagne, um, Maggie and I eat there once in a while. And I think the last time we got out of there for like 135 bucks. Uh, yeah. I'm glad I don't, eat, glad I don't like sushi. Cause that means I don't have to add to that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's cheap sushi, but then, you know, it's cheap sushi. And, um, so yeah, I'm going to say any decent place that I go to get sushi, least bang for the buck. Okay. Um, you brought up Hardee's earlier. I'm putting it here instead of at the worst fast food place. Oh, wow. You can get a, I'll even say this for Arby's as expensive as they are. If I want the one thing I like at Arby's, it is a good, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's worth this amount of money. Hardee's is so inconsistent to each location about whether or not their food is as good as the other Hardee's because there's one in, I think it's Decatur that's close to Millican that is much better than ours, but still not good. And it's like, all right, so this is better. But then you go to a Hardee's two towns over and it's absolute garbage. And like we said, like we said earlier, it's far too expensive for not near good enough food. I like more things overall at Hardee's than I do at um, Arby's, which is why it's not the worst, but it's easily the worst bang for the buck because it's so inconsistent. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and so. I'm pretty sure we said best, we talked about our best ever earlier. I'm pretty sure we both have the same worst ever. Okay, so I don't I don't know what you wrote down. Yeah. So uh, on the count of three. Okay. One, two, three. Capital, Capital Grill. Grill. Yeah. <laughs> and see, we've it's it looks like a nice place it does it, it, it looks like it even kind of looks like we talked about shula's earlier it kind of has a similar vibe inside it's, it's actually probably a, a too fancy of a place for me to be comfortable eating in yeah but so capital grill where is it it's in indianapolis at the conrad Hotel. it's their in 
the Conrad Hotel. It's there. In but it is hotel a little restaurant. bit of a chain as well. There are a few other locations that I'm not aware of the exact locations of. So uh, one of our trips to Gen Con. Which was our, that was our first year we went, which is why we specified this Shula's was the second year. Right. And it was a much better eating experience. Well, but this was just for breakfast. Yeah, no. Because like, we didn't know where we were, we were just going to have, grab something like, quick and then go to the We could get the food convention. court, but then we're like, ooh, there's a restaurant there. Yep. So we stopped in and you ordered a pancake with yeah. peanut butter. Keep in mind, I was nine at this point, so I did not eat sophisticated human foods like this place served. So I got a pancake with peanut butter on it. And I got an omelet. Which should be easy to make, right? It's an omelet. Sure. Like, even I could not completely destroy an omelet. Oh, and uh, and a pancake. Yes. <laughs> so, what was our bill? Oh, gosh. I have the bill framed. Yes. In my room the- because of how bad it was. It was $27, $26, so I think. this is for a pancake. A, a pancake. Single and, pancake. <laughs> and an omelet. And whatever drinks we got. Yeah, and... Uh, you know, you got milk, and I think I had tea. I finished that milk before I was even a quarter of the way through the pancake. And I, it was, how do you mess up a pancake? So you're, you were a picky eater. Yes. And, and kind of still are. Yeah, but not near to the no, extent no, no, I no, used no. to be. No. Um, so um, when you were complaining about the pancake, I'm like, Paige, it's a pancake. How do you mess up <laughs> And a I'm pancake? like, I know. <laughs> and then... And then I tore into my omelet, and it's, like, still runny, and the stuff inside is cold. And I'm like, okay, let me taste that pancake. It was, you know those moleskins that you put on blisters so you can walk? Uh, It's kind of the consistency. It was, the, and I think I ate over half that pancake. Like, I, because I knew we weren't going to eat again for a while. I, like, made my, but, oh my gosh, it was... So awful. And I don't remember when I said I don't like breakfast anyway. Yeah. This was not a great breakfast experience for me. And But you know what you did eat was the cinnamon rolls when we went to that Cinnabon. Yeah, but it's really hard to mess up. Like, yeah, yeah, it's hard to mess up a pancake, but you literally just get cinnamon rolls in a tube and they're good. Like, cinnamon rolls are good anywhere. Yeah, that's probably true. You can just eat the dough and just be like, yep, that's a cinnamon roll. Okay, so have we run the gambit? Um, Let's talk about a couple of other... We've talked best and worst. Let's, I guess let's start with like most places we think are mediocre. Not bad, not great, but if you just need a quick meal, maybe not a worst place to go. Um, okay. Uh, so what's yours? Uh, any Chinese place. Any Chinese place. I, I can say this pretty much anywhere I've ever been. Chinese restaurants have one or two things I really like. And not all of them do them the same way. So it, it's kind of my same thing with Hardee's. They're just a little too inconsistent, but the quality of the food overall, just in general, is already better. So it's mediocre, but not bad. Okay, so I'm, I'm kind of in the same broad category, but mine goes to Mexican. Oh, really? I'm at, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I realize, again, there can be a wild swing one way or the other, but usually if you go into a Mexican joint and you order a burrito, it's a burrito. And, you know, it's... So, um, now I do have my favorites, but... Yeah. No, that's understandable. I, I completely understand. So, yeah. more we're, That was a bit more broad, but yeah. Chinese and Mexican, if you don't know what you want to eat, but you want to eat something, they're usually not great, usually not bad. And, and for all the for all the crap I give the 
restaurants that we have in town. We actually have a decent Chinese place, and we actually have a, uh, a decent Mexican place, yeah. too. I'm even willing to call our Mexican place good, especially since it's technically... It's, I don't think it's like a chain chain. It's on the expensive side. Yeah, but they give you huge portions, but though. But you get a lot, and it's good food. Yeah, um, I will and eat And the staff there's really Oh, they're, really cool. they're so nice. Yeah. I've, I've never met a ni- nicer Mexican waitstaff at any Mexican restaurant I've eaten at. They are wonderful. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's actually, um, I was going to talk about another personal favorite. I love Mexican food. I think tacos are amazing. I think enchiladas are amazing. I will eat if <laughs> this is like the most cliche, like teenage Mexican food experience, but it's called chicken on the beach. It's literally just cheese, rice, and chicken. I know so many people who eat it. I could eat it all day long. Yep, good it's, stuff. It's so good. I could even eat it without the chicken. Yeah, exactly. You can just eat the cheese rice. <laughs> the cheese and, rice. It's, and it's a great time. Um, I would eat Mexican over any other slightly above fast food place because, you. yeah, like you said, most of the time you can get a pretty mediocre meal, but I think the one in town is technically good, so I would eat there all the time. Uh, Sol Del Mar is the one we have here in town, and I think there's a champagne location as well. I've not had that one. No, me neither. Um, there's a really good Mexican joint up in Bloomington. And um, Don Sol is a bit of a larger chain. Don Sol's good. <laughs> I would eat Don Sol. And they're very consistent, which I like. So if, we, if we're if we only going to Decatur, it's... Um, uh, what's the one where the Cow Depot is? Oh, gosh. I know which one you're talking about. Um, what does it look like? I, th- uh, I know which one. I, I can... Sort of. I can take you right to it, but yeah. I don't remember the name. That's fine. <laughs> it's all right. We, we've just got like little random places around that we just kind of occasionally find ourselves at. But I guess a personal fave of mine would definitely be Mexican. So um, talking about um, meals other than uh, eating out, uh, your mom's a good cook. Yes. Uh, home cooking, never underestimate like even if you don't think you're that good a cook and speaking as someone who's really, really not like the stove and I are not friends, my, the microwave and the fridge and I are chill and the pantry is like, eh. <laughs> yeah, right. See, yeah. See what I did there. Uh, but uh, the pantry kind of looks at me and he's like, are you really going to put that on the stove? Like, okay. But um, <laughs> like even I can make a passable meal and throw it on the stove and be fine. But I, our family has a lot of really good cooks, yeah. and it's you should never underestimate the power of a good home cook meal. My and, mom and yeah. and her mom were both really really good cooks, and then mom quit cooking. Dad took over. He's a good cook. He's also a really good baker. Yes, his <laughs> potato salad is a food group. His baked beans are a food group, and his chocolate chip cookies, which you wouldn't appreciate, are amazing. Yeah. Um. But uh, but your mom uh, and while I. Well, I don't blame her for the weight I've gained. I, she certainly didn't <laughs> help my dieting at all. I will say, <laughs> if it weren't for mom being an amazing cook as a picky eater already, who had trouble eating as a child, I would not like nearly as many of the foods as I like today. She is largely responsible for a lot of that because her food is so good. And another thing we can talk about, especially here, as far as home cooking goes, it's still technically eating out. We live in Amish country. And they do everything homemade, and it is all good. Usually, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever... Even the stuff I know, like, if I just found it in a convenience store that wasn't an Amish store, I probably wouldn't normally like as much. Like, there's something called apple butter. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. I'm 
even at Amish stores, I'm not a huge fan, but it's like, hey, do you like their apple butter? I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's still good. It is good. Yeah, everything at an Amish store is homemade. Their noodles, their desserts, their peanut butter, their, their everything. It's just so amazing. And um, so chicken noodles, you know, that's that's a big Amish thing. Yeah, they, they like their chicken noodles, and so do I, which is why it works out. I make my own now. Yeah, hey, there you go. Um, yeah, I was going to say, you've been making a lot of... You've been cooking just more in general lately because we got an Instant Pot that you use a lot. Yes. So I'm I'm more... I build soups, stews, usually that kind of thing. And uh, so I watch a YouTube channel called Pressure Luck. And the host, Jeffrey, uh, the whole channel is just about different recipes for the Instant Pot. And uh, he's great. His presentation's awesome. And he takes you step by step through this, and it's some really easy recipes. My clam chowder I make in my instant pot now, um, but I started making fettuccine alfredo, and I think it's one of the best alfredo sauces I've had. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Again, don't underestimate home cooking as much as good as some restaurants are. Like that's again some of the best alfredo I've ever eaten, some of the best he's eaten. So, but I honestly never thought I would take a um, whole chicken and some flour. And a couple other ingredients and turn it into homemade chicken dumplings, but I have. Yeah, I was say, little, just little stuff like that. It's like cooking doesn't have to be hard. It will always be a little hard for me, but it doesn't have to be hard. It's so a, if you don't think you can cook, get an Instant Pot and see if it works I, out. I will even say this. I don't think that I could have an Instant Pot in place of a microwave. No. But I think I could have an Instant Pot in place of a stove. Yeah, I, and I'm willing to say that too, because there are so many things that just microwave is perfect for you can microwave anything but you can't stove everything which is why instant pot is nice most of the time i want the microwave to like heat up leftovers but yeah oh okay as far as leftovers go get then this is this was not planned at all cold pizza versus warm pizza as leftovers there wouldn't even be cold pizza if it wasn't for hot pizza (laughs) that is completely fair But uh, as I prefer reheated pizza to cold pizza if I have it as leftovers. Um, I don't. I, uh, I prefer to warm it up. I'm not saying that I don't eat cold pizza. I certainly do. But I would prefer to have it warmed up. Now, here is something that I will say is better day two, maybe even day three, than it is the day that you make it. Chili or, um, or like a, a goulash or something like that I think is actually better after it's sat and stewed in its yeah, own stuff. Percolated and, yeah. you know, solidified, being good. I'll, you can say that about a lot of homemade pastas and stuff, though. Not always soups, because sometimes soups, especially if they're thinner. I think more along the tomato-based line. Yeah, that, no, def- yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I should have specified that. Like, if you have, like, an Alfredo sauce, as much as, as easy it is to reheat a place like Olive Garden, if you get Alfredo sauce, it's not quite as good. But marinara and What's tomato What's one of the most sauce? disgusting things that you think... That you have reheated. Oh, gosh. I know exactly what mine is. See, that's hard for me because I know I don't like most things reheated. I only get takeout from, like, three restaurants that I know reheat well. But anything meat, steaks, hamburgers, anything like that. See, I, I, can take, I can take steak and roll it into an omelet or something like that. Well, yeah, but you can do that. But that's like you're actually cooking it to something else. I'm talking, like, in a microwave. I think it's hard to. All right. So here's mine french fries 
Yeah, but French who fries would do are that? Disgusting. Who would ever? Well, evidently I did because I found out how disgusting they were. That's that's, that's just something I would never do. If yeah, I if I have French bad. fries last longer than like two hours, they're they're gone. I don't eat them. So. All right, I think that was. I think we spilled the tea on food. I think that worked out well. Yeah. So um, this all came about from our uh, time talking about Mercy Thompson and when we went to see Patricia Briggs on the last episode and we were like, Hey, you know what? Uh, doing a, uh, doing a show about food, the foods we enjoy would be kind of cool. So yeah, hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I know it. that there were a lot of local references, but yeah, we all have those. Yeah. So. And we did mention quite a few chains. So if you're one of those people who has one of those chains, even if you didn't like them before, maybe check them out again, find something you maybe do like. All right. Well, hey, thanks for doing this. Appreciate your time. Yeah, of course. Uh, We'll be back to more nerdy stuff next time, I think. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all later. See you all next time.